0: Just uh, give it a poke or something. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode 231. I am Michael Gaines.
1: And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. Hello. How are you? well, I apologize if my voice sounds a little froggy, I've got a little bit of a sore throat, oh, so no. just just a little bit. I think it's just allergies. but yeah. if my voice sounds a little bit different today, that's why
0: <laughs> I hate when that happens.
1: I know, and you don't know. know if it's
0: a cold or allergies or what?
1: Well, I hope it's allergies because there's like forty different colds going around, and you know knock on wood. I haven't gotten any of them yet, but. Oh,
0: Oh, anyway, so um, so this week our, we're doing our letters this week. Yes,
1: yes. Okay, but we're doing we're going to do a few things first, and then we're going to get to to some of our letters. We, we're not going to get to all of them that we got, but we're going to get a few done.
0: Okay, well, let's just start off with this note that you have that you feel stupid.
1: I feel really stupid. <laughs> um. I was – I thought that I was stuck on my on my mage class hall quest uh-huh. with, with my uh, panda mage, that I had to do these three dungeons to do – you had to get something from each of the three end bosses, and it could be – well, I found out, number one, that isn't required to finish <laughs> the class hall. Oh. That's just to get a follower.
0: Oh, okay. That's
1: to get the destroyer follower. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I have apparently been ignoring Cadgar all this time, and for weeks now he has had the quest to go into the Oculus, do the last very last scenario, to finish <laughs> that off. And I have been ignoring him for for like six weeks, haven't done it, and that's why I feel stupid. Cadgar
0: is going to be very cross with you.
1: Yeah. Well, I've been listening <laughs> listening to him complain about, you know, Meryl and Meryl throwing up in the bedroom upstairs all the time.
2: And all this <laughs> oh, yes. time,
1: I could have just cured the poor guy by going to the <laughs> Oculus. So pay attention to Cadgar and what he has to say.
0: To I you. know. I, I'm just, I remember when I was first playing uh, the first mage and it was just, there, there, old friend, right? That's all you heard. Yep. It's all, every time you want. And it just, it was on repeat all the time. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was just hoping that there was something that I can do as fast as possible to get rid of that. And yes, there is. So,
1: so what I learned is there are things that you're given as part of your class hall campaign that are not necessary to finishing your title in this case, Archmage and getting your third relic slot. Mm -hmm. There are kind of side things to add other parts. So be aware of what things are in that mainline class hall and what are not because I mean, I'm, once I found out I'd gotten two of the three dungeons done, and I was kind of on dungeon burnout
2: because I'd yeah. also
1: done them on a couple of other characters for other things. And, oh, God, I don't want to have to do one more. Plus, <laughs> maybe, maybe you can answer this question okay. because with this quest where you have to pick up one thing from each of the last dungeons, I was told that you had to do one in normal, one in heroic, and one in mythic.
0: I don't remember that. I
1: don't And I've no, gotten conflicting information as to whether that's true or not, that it wouldn't drop unless you had done it that way.
0: It should – oh, I, I don't remember doing in any kind of order. It usually just tells you.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it and, did, and, but it doesn't. Hmm. But all the, the comments and such seem to indicate that that may be the case.
0: Oh, I don't know. No, I don't remember doing anything in a specific order or anything like that.
1: Well, you see I've got to go do I have to go in and do another dungeon uh the I have to do, do I think I have a for tailoring. Mm-hmm. So I'll check yes. cuz I've already done one in regular and one in heroic. Mm-hmm. But um I'm going to try doing that in heroic again and see if it drops.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Just to see. Right. Um so you win wow.
0: <laughs> so um I do my usual weekly run of all these Raids like I do old ICC and I do Firelands and such. I found out that after all these years, there are like one or two things for my mage, and I never got in Firelands for Mm -hmm. Transmog. So, anyway, I'm doing ICC and I could just run through the whole thing real quick. And I'm you know, I just do it for the mount, and the mount drops. I got invincible. Oh, wow. And I, I was just sort of like staring at this, going, "Is this right?" Because I have this add-on. I don't remember the name of it, but I have this add-on that actually has, uh, like a like a database of things that drop in it, and it gives you like a um, uh, it's it's like an that achievement award.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, even though, wait, now that I think about it, that might actually have no, that was an achievement. Now that I think about it, but I, but it it does that anyway. So like, if a pet drops or something. Like a mm-hmm. rare pet, it'll bring up like this, um, this like achievement, and it and makes the noise and everything. And, and uh, I don't know what the name of it is, but anyway, uh, so this achievement popped up, and I was like, "This isn't real. I didn't actually get it." You know, even though I'm there to get it like after all these years. And yes, it, it, Invincible actually dropped for me. Yay! So so, th- so then, I go into Firelands because when I was running it on my death night the other day. Uh, it's uh, like something dropped It was a shoulder piece And it says you do not have this item Like really? So I ran in there with my mage And I wound up getting the Ragnaros mount <laughs> So I wound up getting that in the same day so That's why I wrote in the show notes I wrote I- Invincible and Firelands mount dropped I win wow <laughs> So it's been interesting having Invincible. Although the thing is, is that it was such a, a rare mount so long ago. It still is. But it's not flashy. Mm. And now people are running around with their rune sabers and, and such and like prettier, flashier mounts. Including like there's this new one where if you play 15 games of Heroes of the Storm with, with a friend, you get a mount. In yeah, wow. I've
1: seen some things about that. There's a couple of Facebook... Um facebook groups that i'm part of and they're trying to put together groups and heroes of the storm to do that
0: yeah so so people have been running around with that a lot and there i am with my invincible going i got invincible and like nobody cares (laughs) (laughs) whereas like i'll run around with my blizzcon mount and people actually say oh cool mount bro well
1: i kind of felt that way when you know way 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 back back when the opening of on yeah and remember how hard it used to be to get cross faction mounts. Yes. Um, well, not cross faction mounts. Well, yeah, cross faction mounts. I on my undead warrior got worked her. Her butt off, trying to get the all the turn-ins for the opening of Onkaraj and building her Orgamar reputation, mm-hmm. and it was when I got that wolf, and I'm an undead riding a wolf. I mean, people <laughs> would cheer, literally. <laughs> I mean, it was so unusual to see back then. Now I ride a wolf, you know, people. Well, you got a wolf. What, what's a big deal?
2: Yeah. So
1: That's sort yeah, of how
0: I feel about Invincible, it's like I got it. Nobody cares.
1: <laughs> well, you care.
0: I care. Yes, I do care. Um another thing I did this week, and, and I sort of came up with the title for this episode a while ago. So I'm doing Vault of the Wardens, and, and for those of you that don't know, there's this part of the last boss fight where Cordana uh I guess she sort of creates these minions. And of course, with every boss fight, I mean, you must think that every boss in WoW is stupid because they always create their own flaws, right? Uh-huh. So she creates this wall of soldiers, and they march. But there's a gap in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm doing this on my death night, so I'm like 100 and I don't know 104, some 103, and people are just dying to the wall, and. I think we must have ran that thing seven or eight times and we rotated different people out because they get frustrated and they don't understand the fight. And we're trying to tell them, you need to mind the gap. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I say that that's – for those of you that live in the New York City area, if you've ever taken the New York subway, they always say mind the gap, right? So – uh People would just like run right into the wall and not look for the gap. So me and like one or two other people are just like going to the gap every time and we're surviving the fight. But because we're so low level and, and we're, not, we're losing like two of our other DPS or maybe a healer or something, we just never get through it. And we do it again. And we, they, they die. The same people die. And then we say to them, look, you got to watch for the gap. So get to where the gap is. And then we do it again. And the same two people die again. And it's like, no, just look for the gap. Just follow us. They die again. <laughs> like, and then they leave. And then they get frustrated. And the thing about that fight is that when I first first did that fight, I'm like, oh, my God, this this is such a bad fight. Now, like after doing it a billion times, it's like, oh, come on. This is really not that difficult.
1: I so, hate Bald of the Wardens. I don't
0: like it either.
1: It's the most gadgety. I don't like gadget fights.
0: I don't like gadget fights either, but after you do it a, a few times, you just get it. So,
1: Well, I've got to do it at least one more time because it's required for my, my warlock. So.
0: Ah, I see. And I got my death knight to 110 last night. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I said maybe a week or two ago that when I was doing my mage, I noticed that going from 100 to about 104 was really slow. And mm-hmm. then when I got to one, and this is with rested XP. Once I got to 104, it seemed to go really fast uh, leveling up. So th- with my death knight, I'm just, I'm at a hundred, 101. And it's, and with rested XP, it's like painfully slow.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I get to 104 and then I-, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe they just give you, well, they don't give you more. XP. Well, I mean, they do. Because you could see on the quest it's like, you know, you get twelve thousand or nineteen thousand or something like that, and that's fine. But still maybe it's the zones that I was in, or maybe it's just what I'm doing. But when I hit one oh four with my death knight, I just flew to one ten. Hmm.
1: I don't know why. Well, I, I I'm gonna be talking about this a little bit later on, but I actually did a few experiments where I was uh, checking experience gains in like fifteen minute increments, uh-huh. and uh, so it may be just the types of quests that you are running into it's that possible. was it's, that was
0: doing it. I also found like in Val Sharah and and, uh, and maybe some other places that they have like clustered quests, mm-hmm. whereas like in Stormheim they're really far apart. That might have something to do with it. Um, well.
1: This is all anticipating some things that some notes that I wrote about about leveling alt. So
0: all right, well let me let me just finish up the DK stuff oh, yeah. and then and then you can go go on with that. Um, so I hit 110 last night, and um, the and this is time walking week. So I do time walking, and uh, you get your you get your time walking tokens, and then you can go to the vendor, and they sell you all the stuff. So. I bought like some, I think it was 810 or 815 gear. And then I wound up getting like 830 in the dungeons. I got, I did the five time walking dungeons. The five time walking dungeons that I did for the quest. um, By the way, the quest giver is on, it's it's like in the section where Violet Hold is. Uh right? He's there on the, if you're facing Violet Hold, he's behind you on the left.
1: Uh, Archmage Tamir, I believe his name is.
0: Yeah, he gives you the five time walking quests. So in the time that I did that, I wound up replacing all that stuff that I had just bought, and then I went back to the vendor <laughs> and got the refund for it all. But anyway, I, I get the chest for the five uh, time walkings, and I wound up getting an eight eighty chest. So, wow. so now my eye level after only doing time walking dungeons um, from hitting one ten, I'm already ready for heroics. I'm like I eight eleven already. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's so now I could do heroics. But the thing is, is that we're doing uh, Violet Hold, and and I, I always try to do the best that I can with my class because I don't want to be that slacker, right? So I'm, I'm doing Violet Hold, and uh, previous dungeons, I'm always, like, at the top DPS. And I don't mean, like, top two. I'm, like, top DPS. I'm always, like, out DPSing everybody else. This mage was, like, out DPSing me by 0.1%. I'm like, well, that's really weird because usually I... At, at this point, I'm 109. This is yesterday. Uh-huh. 109. How can somebody be out DPSing me like by a little bit? Because I'm usually way ahead. So I mouse over this person. He's a level 103 mage, and he's out DPSing me by 0.1%. I'm like, wait, there's something not right here. <laughs> there's something really not right here. Um and and I look at his gear, and he's got like seven seventies and and things like that. I'm like, there's something really not right either. I'm doing something wrong, or he's doing something really right. Uh-huh. And he was an arcane mage, which I, I mean, I've played fire and beaten the pants off of a lot of people. And so my point being is that now I have to start looking at my rotation, making sure that my rotation, I'm doing everything optimally because I should not at 109, I should not have been. Beaten by a 103, and he was beating everybody else too, including uh-huh. um a uh, a demon hunter who was like 108 or 109 or something like that. And and he was like, so there was the mage, and then there was me, and then there was the demon hunter who was like 109. I'm like, this guy's beating a demon hunter, also really. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I to be honest, I forgot to check if he was potted or not, but I like maybe he was. I don't, I don't know, but that that was very strange and <laughs> made me question my own existence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he obviously had a really cracking rotation going, so Yeah.
0: So, anyway, we
1: should do it. We should do a segment about, you know, the concept of rotations and how to tweak those and that kind of thing because that that's kind of a Yeah. kind of a core thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it now because we have no, a lot no. of things to get through. No, no, that's
1: a whole episode by itself, practically. Yeah. So one of the big things that was going on uh past few days is the Spirit of a Charrow Mount mm-hmm. quest is up. This is an archaeology quest that you get at 110 from the Dalaran Archaeology vendor. And what it is, you get a quest to go to High Mountain and it's to collect 600 bones of a chero. a chero is a uh, was was holm high mountains mount that's mm-hmm. the lore behind it. and so you end up with a ghost moose. Mm. which i find this wonderful to be riding around on a ghost moose.
0: yes i've seen them around today.
1: yes i have mine. yay. it yeah. <laughs> took it took about 3 hours. yeah. um but It's actually, it's not too hard. All you need is archaeology level one. What you really need to have is a 110 who can deal with trash quickly.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: One of the, one, you're going to be going around to, it's going to be bouncing among several different locations in High Mountain. Mm Mm-hmm. Thankfully, as I think I mentioned in a previous cast, legion archaeology zones are very small compared to what they used to be, mm-hmm. but some of them have a lot of trash, and one of them in particular, that one ten silver elite Sekhan, mm-hmm. uh the one it 's right near uh, near thundertotem right north of it. He wanders around in there and he repops pretty quickly so if you can 't put down a one ten silver elite by yourself, you might have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're Horde and all that you have there is Alliance people and nobody's going to help you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, not that this was a problem because I, I took uh, my warrior who is perfectly capable of putting Saikan down by herself. But one time she had to do it five times in a row. Wow. Yeah. So you need someone who can put down things fast um, the only th- The only reason that i 'm a little disappointed I took her was her archaeology was like seven hundred and seventy when mm-hmm. I started, so she maxed out her archaeology pretty quickly, and I would have liked to have used that to to max out another character but and also the, a lot of these places have really, really good skinning. Mm. One of the things that I did after I did this is I got onto my rogue, who's a skinner and needed to, to level up her skinning, going to some of these places where I knew there were a lot of people killing trash that's skinnable, and thus I was able to go and skin other people's stuff, as long as they're remembering to loot them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, a lot of people said, use the Legion Surveying Gloves Enchant. Um, yeah. I don't think that really speeds things up that much. It does speed up the 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 dig mm-hmm. slightly but frankly you're going to be spending most of your time just traveling between sites i don't think it really cuts the time down that much
0: yeah i have that enchant i haven't put it on my own mage yet or, or given it to any of my other tunes yet but i have found in the past like with i have the gathering one mm-hmm. and it it just speeds it up a little bit like the mining one can like sometimes when you're hitting the rocks it sort of feels like it takes forever you get the enchant and it speeds it up a little bit and then you're just on to the next spot so oh
1: i i love the herbalism and mining ones i've yeah, got those on my yeah. character server. and sometimes if you're in a kind of a busy area just being able to get out of there quickly and not have to aggro something is is helpful but you know i i talk to a lot of people on uh the facebook I, i'm on the women of warcraft yes facebook page which <laughs> is very very active and um a lot of people talking about that, and it seems to be two and a half to three hours seems to be the average for how long it's going to take you completely to do this. Now, the quest is not available for much longer, but once you get the quest, you have two weeks to finish.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So if you, even if you can't do it right now, go pick up that quest.
0: Yeah. Uh, where do you get it?
1: You get it from the Dalaran archaeology person who is in that in the uh, area over by the other profession trainers. They're between the archaeo- between the engineering trainer and the blacksmithing area. Yeah,
0: okay. I, I where did the see that. Out
1: of forages.
0: Yeah, I did see that exclamation point on my on my map. So yeah, go get so. <laughs> Rent texted me it's like you got to go get this i'm like yeah i know i know i just didn't get around to it yet <laughs> because i was pushing really hard it was because eric is 110 and um wow this just in uh, her mage is also like uh, she was the same level as me so we're mm-hmm. all leveling up together so i was just like pushing to get to 110 so that we can all do stuff together oh can i tell a little story go ahead real quick so, as everybody knows, if you've been listening to the show forever, I play a mage. That's my main, been my main for a long time. So this just in started a mage, and I wasn't around when she got the advice to play the mage, but somebody in the guild, I think maybe even the guild leader, said, Okay, this is how I want you to play the mage. First off, he says play frost, but okay, you know, that that's fine. But he said, don't pull out your pet don't use rune of power don't i'm like there are just all these things and so we're doing something together we're, we're doing a couple dungeons and our dps was like really low and i said what did he tell you to do because your dps is just like stinky low <laughs> and so we went to the class hall and i said no and she said she said don't she told me that he said don't pull out your pet don't use rune of power i said okay no that's wrong so we just did the whole thing and her dps went like a little above two times what her (laughs) dps was before and 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 she told me that he said that he just wanted her to start off really simple i'm like we've been playing this game for years there is no just go simple
1: well also (laughs) frost major rotation is not that difficult
0: uh, no, it's, well, no, it's not. So there wasn't, so anyway. I And told, how would
1: not having a pet out simplify things? No,
0: it, 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 no, it wouldn't, so.
1: I, I don't get that one.
0: So, yeah.
1: Anyway, oh, uh, there was, there one, going back to the archaeology, there was one other quick bit of advice. Near, uh, Skyhorn, mm-hmm. is that area with the little, you know, take candle guys? Yeah. Um. If you've done those quests, they're green or yellow to you, and they won't bother you. But if you haven't done those quests, they're aggro, and they're all over the place, so they're just annoying. All you have to do is go over to the tauren chick over there, who's got the yellow exclamation point over Mm -hmm. her head, and just do the first two quests she gives you. Okay. And that'll clear the area. You don't have to go any farther. You don't have to do all of it. Just do those first two quests she gives you, and you're home free.
0: That's good. Uh, now that I'm on my like, third, third-ish tune or something, I really miss flying. Getting around yes. from point to point to point. <laughs> like It was perfectly fine on my first tune. Uh-huh. And now it's just gotten to the point where... And I don't want to bring up the whole flying thing again, but I'm just like, I just want to get to point B. <laughs> Can I just please have the... Fly? Flying, by the way, is on the PTR now.
2: Uh-huh. They
0: added it a couple of days ago because it wasn't there last week, but now it's there. So... I don't know if I'm going to go there and and grab it just to see because it's all I have to do is just Pathfinder part 2. And then you got your flying. But god man, I just I really really miss it. I think I I applaud Blizzard for for acknowledging that people want flying. I also understand that they want people to see the world. I I totally get that. I just think that this was a little too long. So, um Yep. I just, I, I really miss it. Re- like, really miss it. So, and that's all I wanted to say.
1: Yeah. So, the, the main thing I was doing this week, other than when I got sidetracked by doing the Spirit of a Chiro, uh was that my Alliance Rogue is almost 110. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I did, when when the whole thing came up about is pet questing faster. Um, I decided to yeah. do a little bit of an experiment. I was doing fifteen minute intervals across her level one oh five and I was timing them on my I, and I determined the the quick answer to this is pet leveling is steady it 's not necessarily faster it 's about the same. It kind of depends on what kinds of quests you get mm-hmm. If you get ones where they 're stacked up good and you 're doing several quests you 're completing a lot of quests at once yeah that 's the fastest. Of course, Mm -hmm. Uh, if you have quests that have to clear a lot of trash and they're taking longer and you're not turning in as many that it's it's turn in rate that seems to be more of a factor in how fast you level Mm -hmm. than it does anything else. And then if you've got quests where they're all spaced apart, you're spending a lot of traveling, that, that can be really slow. But yeah. I think in the end, it all evens out. I think that the, the, the pet leveling just seems like it's faster because it's very, very steady. You don't have these bursts. So like periods of time where you were talking about, where you're looking at your experience bar going, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I it's barely moved. And then all of a sudden you look down and you're almost ready to level again. Um, so – Here's my si- series of tips mm-hmm. on what's been the best way so far, in my opinion, to level a character. And this is what I've used on my Rogue, and I've been by far the happiest with this. And I've done all different kinds of ways. I've a- Each one has been a totally different experience. Tip number one is do not wait to do your alternate weapons quests.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do
1: them do all three? I think the, you get one at the beginning, and then you get the other two open at 102. Do mm-hmm. both of them, even if you're sure you're never going to use it again. Do them because they're easy to do at 102. I just this morning decided that just for comparison's sake, I've got my my mage. Her eye level is 858.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She has a maxed fire weapon. She has. You know the highest level of of uh of relics that you can get outside of doing mythics I died like yeah. six times
0: yeah 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 yeah, doing
1: yeah. the arcane quest yeah
0: it the same thing happened to me when I was getting my i wanted to get my blood um my my blood artifact because I wanted to try tanking and I'm not going to talk about that this week I'll talk about it some other time but we've had some bad tanks in our groups like there's we're we're doing um i I don't know well it's not even one specific one you get these demon hunters it was just like when death knights first came out and they think they're invincible and they're running around and they're just like grabbing 15 mobs and then they die and it's like what (laughs) is it with these stupid tanks stop it so they learned
1: bad habits early
0: they learned really bad habits early and then it just got to the point where you know it's like if you want to do a job right you gotta do it yourself so i'm like all right maybe i'll try tanking again and we'll see what happens. So um, I did the same thing. I, I went to get my blood, and then I just I died 15 times. So that's I'm just going to try tanking, and we'll see how it goes. But I just want to tell that little story.
1: Right. So I've start, I tried one at 110 when I was a brand-new 110, and I tried one at a very well-developed 110. And if anything, the well-developed 110 was worse. So don't delay. Get them done early. Tip two – Focus on questing in this order. This is the one I found the most successful. First, mm-hmm. do all your class hall quests. Mm-hmm. Go back every level and see what opens up and do them in order because it sets you in much better stead when you get to 110. You don't have to be play playing catch-up. Mm-hmm. Um, don't wait to do dungeon quests if they come up because a lot of those are a lot easier to do on normal. There's, there's less weird mechanics. You can just get them out of your way. It does, you know, All the class hall quests can be done on any level. It doesn't have to be done on Mythic. Make sure that you're checking in with Khadgar up in the Violet Citadel there, every level, because when you get the quest, it's called a Falling Star, where Mm -hmm. he sends you to Suramar, and then you have to do this campaign at Exodar. The earlier you do it, the happier you're going to be. Next, after Class Hall quests... Do your profession-related quests. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about cooking. I'm talking about you know, the manufacturing quests like you know, tailoring, leatherworking, engineering, those sorts of things. Because if you keep up with those for level, you'll be making things that are level-appropriate for that period of time. So you're getting the 108 recipes at about 108.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there'll be a, some of them will be a big improvement over what you've got. And last, do your zone quests, and I strongly suggest starting with Mm Val'Shara. The reason being, you have to finish Val'Shara for your class hall order quests, so you might as well get it done out and out of the way. After Valshara, I would suggest picking zones based on reps you'll need for your manufacturing professions. And just a quick list here. Blacksmithing and leatherworking needs Stormheim and High Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, enchanting needs Valshara. You're going to be doing that anyway. Inscription needs Ashara. Jewelcrafting High Mountain and tailoring Ashara.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, other ones will need other ones like the, the Wardens and Suramar, but you can't do those until you're 110 anyway. So don't work, work through those. Um, so that's kind of, you know, what I learned from taking my fifth alt through 110 is that it's, as I said, it's much better to start by concentrating on class hall, then concentrating on professions, and then time you have left, start with Valshara, and then work according to what's going to work for your professions if you Mm -hmm. have any.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't really done too much with professions yet. Like, as a matter of fact, in my, um, uh, what is it in my, uh, uh, blacksmithing, I have to go to high mountain
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I just, you know, I just haven't bothered doing that yet. So I'm well, as I my- said,
1: I found she's my, my rogue is a leather worker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she has really been the one who has made sure she's been doing her leatherworking quests at level. And so every time I change levels, I go back to Dalaran, I check my class hall, I checked Cadgar until I got the Suramar quest, and then I would check my professions. And it was much better because, as I said, I was getting, I was getting to make things for leatherworking that I could actually use and were improvements for mm-hmm. me. So I found that very helpful.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I I still have to as a matter of fact, my blacksmithing is still like six thirty or something. I gotta get Ooh. that up. Yeah, I just I because I don't really use it.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: Well, the only frankly, the only thing my that my warrior uses hers for is making those laystone hoof plates.
0: Oh. So cool. <laughs> Yeah. I did uh I did some pet battling yesterday. Um here's the thing. So Pet battling is good if you want to level in the background. Mm-hmm. I guess, like if you're busy doing something and you just want to hit one 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 on another computer or something like that, then that's fine. But I just found that it 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 does take. I don't know. I felt that it was slow mm-hmm. uh, because even though your quests are giving you like maybe eleven thousand or thirteen thousand per quest, you're still killing the trash mobs and you're getting the XP for that. But you may be right. I, I it just felt to me like it was just taking forever. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just because like my pets suck or something. Like
1: <laughs> well, you know it depends. You know the pet battles thing. It depends on where you are too, because if you're in a place like the the place that I chose for the experiment is this one place in Frostfire Ridge with level twenty five, the the ice spine hatchlings, mm-hmm. and you can just go from one pet battle to the other, mm-hmm. uh, and because it's a predictable set of you're going to generally get a beast, a critter and a flying mount. You can build a team, which can always defeat those. You don't have to be switching teams. You don't have to be doing anything. You can just, you know, do this one loop around this one rock that's near the horde garrison and you can be there all day or your squirt battles are one where you can just grind and grind and grind and grind and grind. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it, it just kind of depends on how you do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, with me, I was I was battling, um, you know, the Blingtron uh, pets that are in your garrison. Right, those are mechanicals. I didn't have anything that was good against mechanicals, and I had some that were good against critters. But it was just like I had it. Like I used the deer, and then you use the the thing, the the talent that heals all your pets ar- across five rounds and such. And then uh-huh. there's another one that where you can heal yourself, and that was okay. But it just felt like. All right, and I gotta like heal myself and then put the shield up on my porcupine. And it, <laughs> I, I, for me, it was just like I just want to go out and kill stuff.
2: <laughs> I well, just to it's, level it's up. not for
1: everyone, you know. <laughs> it's that's one of the beauties of this game is you can do it. You can you can level up. I mean, I didn't look into like leveling through dungeons or leveling yeah. through PvP. There's lots and lots of ways to level up. Yeah, it has to be fun, or else it's just gonna feel like a grind, no matter what you do.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, we did get some letters yes. from some folks. Um, I, um, have to... I can read the first one. Yes. Uh, it's from Muadib, and thank you for providing pronunciation. As everyone knows, I am somewhat pronunciation <laughs> challenged, and I'm going. I'm going to skip over some parts of this. So uh, I'm because he is quite a long letter. Mm-hmm. On the last episode, you asked. It was, obviously some episodes ago, you asked for feedback on the structure of the show, so here's my two cents. I love the stream of consciousness aspect of the cast. I think you guys do a great job when telling stories of staying on point with what is interesting and avoid making it boring with a lot of irrelevant details. Yeah. I do enjoy the guests you have on lately. Pamela and Kara offer different perspectives of the game and it reminds me of how, how broad and amazing this game is. I am guilty of falling into a pattern of grinding PvP or world quests and ignoring a lot of the fun stuff in the game so thank you for reminding me of
0: that yeah that's see that's good that's one of the things that I like to do is just tell people that like there's other stuff out there besides yep. the, cause, no because I fall into that too I just I roll out of bed sometimes I go like oh, okay what well, do I want to do the game to not directly I don't play in the morning I'm just kidding but I i'll do. I'll do that I'll grind PvP and and then I'll forget that I can do something a little more fun but,
1: yeah I get so- into the world quest trap everyone's got to have their world quest done. Yeah, And then I realized, uh, no, actually, you don't. Although I've taken to making sure that they do them more often because I still haven't gotten the damn torn invitation yet to get the fox mount. Yeah. So, you know, but I can fall into the just grinding world quests trap. So I was going to write in sooner, but I thought for sure someone else would have stepped up regarding your discussion about being confused as to what utility hunters, utilities hunters have lost. Yeah. I've played... Since just after Vanilla released, and my main has always been a hunter. In Vanilla as well as BC, when running five mans, having a hunter or at least a rogue was critical for CC. Yeah, mm-hmm. for for crowd control. Yeah, I remember when rogues used to be a, a lot for crowd control myself. A skilled hunter in ubers, lubers, strat or St- Skolomance would be like having an extra man in the party. And he describes the way that some of the mobs were pulled, and I was thinking. Oh yeah, I remember. It was like the last boss in in LBRS. You had to ha- almost had to have a hunter for that.
0: one. Yeah, yeah, you did. And at Molten Core, you had to have uh, Trank shot.
1: Mm-hmm. Because Tranquilizing the- shot. Yeah. yeah the first- Didn't Trank shot drop in? Malone? Yes,
0: I, I was just going to say that. It's like the first time you did. What? Well, what? Well, um, I'm. I do this every damn week, and I don't even know the names of of these. The dog in the back, right? Right. Um, you had a you had to go through the living hell of killing him without Trank shot the first time. And then when it dropped, I remember this because I was raiding in vanilla and we, and they had to decide who to give it to.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> who do you give Trank shot to? Because it had to go to the right person who was going to be around for a while and such. So, yeah.
1: Well, there was a similar thing with rogues in, um, in Nex Ramus. There was the dog. I think his name was, was it gluth? Yeah. That had to have a a particular poison that would com- he would enrage and then you'd use a poison to calm him down. Mm-hmm. So I used to get that job a great deal because I would actually pay attention to where he was in his enraged cycle and yeah, such. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same it's the same kind of thing. Um, is- in the old days, the hunter was almost always an engineer, mm-hmm. so that given a wipe, we could use our jumper cables on a healer and had a That's 50-50 right. shot of avoiding the long hike back. Sadly, the golden age of hunters seems to be behind us. We've mm-hmm. been reduced to just another DPS option. Yeah, I do remember it used to be that engineering and hunters, it was, it was a much stronger connection than, than it is now.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just because
1: they made guns. They also used to make all. Remember when hunters had to carry ammo?
0: Yeah, and and uh, quivers.
1: Yep. And yeah. so that was that was a big deal. I mean, if you had a hunter, you almost had to be an engineer.
0: Yeah, and and I'm glad that those are gone because that was a pain in the neck. Right. It really was. And I I don't understand. Well, I guess maybe they just wanted like the RP thing going on with that. But I just never really liked that. Uh-huh. Um, it. Well, at the same time. Like we wiped when I was telling that story about Vault of the Wardens. On our second wipe, somebody says, I have to go repair. Like, am I the only person that plays WoW that repairs all the time? <laughs> I,
1: well, I have a – on one of my mods, and I'm trying to remember which one it is, uh, I have two things. I have sell Junk, which mm-hmm. automatically yes. sells all my junk. To, Me too. But it also has an automatic repair. So it's whenever I visit a – uh, a, a repairing vendor it just automatically repairs it my stuff. It does? I yes. don't even
0: No, see what I I just have my mammoth mm-hmm. And so I use the repair bot to do the sell junk and then I just hit the little button in the bottom and just repair myself but I'm constantly My I actually it 's muscle memory, I actually repair and sell junk when i don 't have to repair and sell junk <laughs> it's just it 's just this rotation that I have every time I bring up the mammoth and I go to sell st- and I don't mean junk I mean like if I just did firelands or something and I have a boatload of crap that I have to sell. The first uh-huh. thing I do is I go sell junk, repair even if i don 't have any junk and even if i don 't have to repair, I just hit the buttons anyway and it's it 's just a habit. And and God, after playing this game for so many years, they're like one wipe, two wipes. I have to go repair. Why? <laughs> like your stuff was at eighty percent, like already, right. or twenty percent. I should say, your stuff was at twenty percent when you came in.
1: I've never had to repair <laughs> in in a dungeon. All I, I might mean, have
0: if you have a long string of failures, but
1: yeah, yeah. But I have, you know, knock on wood, I haven't had that happen in a yeah.
0: while. All right, next letter from Ariel Slayer, who's been listening to the show forever. (laughs) Hi, Warcast team. Uh, Guests, it would be nice to have other guests on to join Mike and Renata. Have the odd third guest to give his, her opinions of the game. This could also be segmented where the special guest could talk about something he or she is good at the game. Could be a certain class, profession, rating, achievements, PvP, etc. Just some ideas I quickly thought of at work. Keep up the great work and thank you. Um well, we've said this before is that the third person just makes scheduling exponentially difficult
1: right I mean, it is something that we've we've talked about doing, and there's a couple people I have in mind that i I would like to get on. It's just that working it in with the schedule is sometimes is difficult enough to get two people together <laughs> yeah
2: yeah,
0: so i mean it's it's not that it's off the table it's just really hard to do.
1: Okay, our next letter is from Zerax on Maderon. I found the podcast when I dropped my XM subscription about a month ago. I wish I'd <laughs> found it much sooner. We, we're not on X you know, we I guess we're not on XM.
0: I tried. I actually oh. tried. Do you know how difficult it is to do that?
1: No, I don't. Yeah. I started playing during uh Burning Crusade, but I stopped during uh during uh Mists of Pandaria. I have returned, though I have not purchased Legion yet. Working through Worlds of Draenor since it is free now. From everything I've been hearing from you, uh, from from all of you, I keep thinking I should buy Legion and skip Worlds of Draenor. Maybe you can help me with that decision.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't do it. No, don't just do it. Skip it. I mean, I, I don't know if, if they've made the decision by now, but um, there is just absolutely no need to do Warlords of Draenor right now. Not to mention the fact that you're going to have difficult, uh, difficulty finding people to group with and such. Uh, I mean, there are always people that are leveling up, but they just want to fly through it and such and, and just get through it and be done. So I would say just get Legion.
1: So you're saying to skip Worlds of World of Draenor? Well,
0: you can always go back and do it if you want, but if you want the current content where all the people are, I would just say get Legion.
1: Well, I'm not sure. Can you can you install Legion without having Worlds of Draenor?
0: Well, no, I mean, you can have I mean, he has it. I think okay. like he just wants to skip the content.
1: Well... Uh, One of the things that I would say is Draenor, if you have a lot of alts and you have professions, Draenor is really, really important for leveling up your professions because when you get those scrolls like the the Draenor cooking and such – even if you have a skill level of one, you automatically open it up to a skill of up to 600. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do any of the intervening I, levels. And plus you get those really super cheap recipes at the beginning. You just be able to power level your stuff one to 600.
0: I, I agree with you on that. I'm, I'm not really talking about farming as opposed to just like, do you have to go through all these zones and the quests? And
1: Well, yeah. um, I mean, you're going to have to go through some of that unless you do a power up to 100 or you roll up a demon hunter. So you're going to have to go through some of that uh, to get from nine because you got to get from like ninety to ninety
0: eight. I was the, I had the word boost in my head. I don't know why I was. Well, I that. think he yeah. does have
1: a boost. He's. I think he, he did say he that he has a boost, but he also said he has some alts. So oh. you're going to have to run some of them through that. Now, yeah,
0: you have to. Yes.
1: One of the things I wanted to look into, and I forgot to do it for this, and I'm I. I even written myself a note. I saw some videos online, and and you might and people might want to Google this, where supposedly you can skip that whole entry quest thing to get in get your your to getting your garrison open in Draenor.
0: Really? Please tell me how.
1: <laughs> I I will report. On, I promise I will report on this the next one. But there's there were some videos online of how to skip those those quests so you can go right to just opening your garrison.
0: Oh. I would, really I would like strongly
1: suggest it. if you've never done it to do it once.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. just
1: very repetitive.
0: But oh God, the, I had to do it how many times? Well, I boosted I boosted my hunter, so I actually had my garrison already. But I right. had to do it on my death knight. And I had to mm-hmm. do it on my other mage. And then, and like I have a priest and a warrior that I might level up. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. I I don't know what I'm gonna do.
1: Well, if you can boost. Um, as I said, I'm not sure you can put in legions without doing drain, or if you can boost, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Okay, getting back to the letter. I'm a casual player, maybe an hour a night during the week and more on the weekends. I used to tank dungeons and heroics on my druid with friends and guilds, not big on the pug thing. I get annoyed with the go-go-go people. (laughs) I loved being able to switch things up by jumping on an alt, mage, decay, monk, etc. Though I hear you say the expansion is not alt-friendly, so I'm guessing I need to focus on my main and then maybe one alt. Well,
0: it wasn't up until they gave you that book that mm-hmm. allowed you to uh to boost your artifact weapon now it's better
1: it's better they and they're making <clears> slowly <throat> making improvements i mean i have four i have one main and four alts now so yeah. there are things about it that are clunky about having so many alts. Mm-hmm. the I would strongly suggest getting the Legion companion app on your smartphone. Yes. Um, it's really the only way to manage it if you've got multiple characters that you're trying to manage class halls.
0: Which reminds me, I need to do that, yeah.
1: And, you know, sometimes you have to make priorities like only one of my characters is a cook. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, what things am I going to prioritize? You know, you sometimes have to have to decide on priorities. But I would definitely say concentrate on getting your first main up to 110. Yeah. Pick one and take them to 110 because you're going to have to be the one to go through getting friendly with all the reputations so that you can open up world quests and get your flight whistle. Well, God, you want your flight whistle. The yeah. flight whistle, in case you don't know, is – um. A thing that you can use that will automatically take you to the nearest flight point it's got a five minute cooldown it you miss it terribly when you're on your non-110 alts right and then after that all of your next characters will automatically get world quests in the flight whistle when they hit 110 yeah so as a matter
0: of fact i'm using it now just to show yeah Oh, yes, yes I forget we're not doing the show live. Hello
1: he just held <laughs> it up to me. I know what it looks like. <laughs> I check him every morning as soon as I wake up um but so, yeah, it's getting better there There are parts of the alt thing that are not ideal, but um so the bigger question is do I buy legion and skip world uh, wad using the one hundred boost? so yeah, he did mention that or play through Wad and bring up built up professions in garrison uh I might boost my first character, mm-hmm. Um, but any alts you 're going to have to go through some of that, and I do promise I will look into the issue of can you skip those uh, those entry quests because yeah, like that 's the- about forty minutes of your life that you will want back after you do it the first time
2: yeah
1: yeah um, with professions, the druid has enchanting and tailoring used to be boomy when you had to wear cloth. Yep. This is my only tailoring tune, but considering dropping it for engineering, I know materials could be an issue, but besides that. Bad idea, or do whatever makes you happy, kind of thing. My DK is an engineer, but that gets back to leveling another tune.
0: Um, oh god, you know the question of engineering—it's a pain in the neck. But I—I I guess it depends on what kind of play style you like when it comes to professions. Because I had an, my druid wasn't uh, my druid, my rogue was an engineer, and. Making the little things is what really gets to you because you have to make the bolts and then you have to make the casing. And then, you know, it's it's just little things like that. Whereas when you're a mage, it's just like, no, nah, just make it. I mean, that's a tailor. You just make it. Enchanter, just make it.
1: They've improved that. It's not quite as bad as it used to be, but you still have to buy. A, actually, there's a lot of things you have to buy off vendors mm-hmm. uh, to make stuff. but. There are some things in engineering like uh, goblin gliders, yes. which are actually a war- Warlords of Draenor thing that when I – I told I, I actually wrote back to him. I, I went the other way. I, I took my mage who was an engineer and I made her a tailor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But before that, she made about 500 goblin gliders and stuck them in her guild bank because I <laughs> love those things. I use them all the time. Once I get flying, I won't use them again. But for now, they're incredibly important. The one thing I would say about tailoring is that hex weave bags are still a way that I make money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that is that is still one of the best bags in the game, and you make those using rolls of Draenor-level tailoring. Yeah. So. That's kind of what I told him. I I agree. I don't think that there's any sort of must-have professions. It's it's not as make or break as it used to be.
0: No, it used to be make or break years ago, and I've said this before, and and I'm just sort of disappointed that it's not make or break anymore. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, like I I have blacksmithing on my death night. I made one thing, chess piece, I think, and then within an hour or two, it was already replaced. Right. Uh. So. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. Just, yeah, those days are gone.
1: Alchemy is and enchanting are two that I, I actually think are probably more important than the, if I had to say what are the the best ones to have. It's alchemy and enchanting.
0: Alchemy and enchanting, and I would say also jewel crafting.
1: Really, I don't even have a jewel crafter right yeah, now.
0: I do. I have to she's my druid. But I I have decided if I'm going to keep playing my druid or not, my day 1 character because I just don't know. I just I don't like playing a druid. It's just not fun for me. Whereas like I could play I could take my monk who is a leather wearer and and such and I can make her my healer tank and uh and DPS. But I I've just...
1: actually considered dropping uh, herbalism on my mage and taking up jewel crafting instead, mm-hmm. making her a tailor and jewel crafter. Because I have other characters who mine and, and do herbs and such like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that would be a way to handle that. Yeah. Um, and her, <laughs> her herbalism is only like about 200 or something <laughs> like that. So, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't be that big a deal to drop that. Um, he said, I thought I remember you saying something about not rushing to Suramar to maximize artifact
0: points that ha all right so specifically with that when I was level well like just now i I leveled my dK to one ten yesterday so let let's sort of like take a step back. I have a main who can buy the research books for my other alts, even on other servers, so I did that and across
1: at- factions it works across uh yep. alliance and
0: horde. cross faction cross server you just mm-hmm. have to put in name dash server name um and if there's a space in the server name, you take the space out. So, "warm rest accord" would be "warm rest accord" one word, not "warm rest," worm rest space accord." Okay. So with that said, um, Surmar is important on your main, your mm-hmm. first character because of the artifact points. Once you get to 110, but once you get to the point where you can buy the research book from the Artifact Research NPC in your class hall and start handing them out to your other characters, that's where, in my opinion, Suramar is not as important as it was. I still haven't done Suramar on my Death Knight. I'm going to. As a matter of fact, when you go to your class hall to buy your gear, it says, must get exalted with Suramar to buy this piece of gear. Well, that's great on your first character. Like I said, I did time walking. I have an 880 chest, so I don't need Suramar on this character. It it just depends on what you want to do.
1: Now I would say you do need to open Suramar. Yes, because you need to do that first. You need to when you're 110, you get a thing from Cadgar to uh, go follow and find out what happened to the first Arcanist Thelarissa or whatever her name is. You do need to do that because until you've opened up her, you can't do – if you do any world quests in Suramar, you've got no one to turn them into.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so you do have so that, to do that. You only
1: have to go that far.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a good point. I, I forgot
1: about that. And then um, there are some other ones if you want the disguise in Suramar City. But frankly, my rogue's never done it. And she does just <laughs> fine in Suramar City because she just sneaks around. Of course she does.
0: I was actually thinking about this before we started recording today. It's the way that I play the game is my mage is my main and probably always will be. I do everything that's just possible in the game with that character. And then the alts are just alts. I don't necessarily have to do this, or I don't have. But Ren's got a really good point about opening Seramar. You you do de- you do need to unlock Thalassa, Th- I think that's her name. Yeah,
1: Thelassa. it's. it's, it's I, I call her Thelissa, but it's not. That's Thalrissa. not right.
0: If, whatever her name, you, you you do have to open her up because then you've got nobody to turn that stuff into. So that is entirely correct. Um, with alts, it's it's like I skip entire zones. I haven't mm-hmm. done High Mountain on my death K. My death K. Listen, <laughs> I haven't done High Mountain. You know what it is? I'm looking at the page at the same time I said Death Knight. This is like DK, and I, I haven't done High Mountain on my DK yet because I just didn't need to. I leveled up so fast from 104 to 110 that I did Azuna, I did Stormheim, and um, I started a little bit of Shirah. Like uh-huh. I'm about halfway through Valshara, maybe not even halfway, and now I'm 110. So I don't have to finish Valshara, but I just want to say this. If, if you want your main, not your alts, but if you want your main to finish the story of the expansion, then you have to get the, the pieces from the different zones and put uh-huh. them into Dalaran. So on a main, I would say you got to do everything.
1: And you should pick one character that is going to do all that stuff because you also want to finish Pathfinder and then Pathfinder yes. 2 to be able to fly. Yeah. And once you can fly on one character, you can fly on all of them. So only one of your characters needs to do that. I'd
0: just like to know from other people. Just write in and just let us know if you have the same philosophy. Do you, every, do, you do everything on a main and then just sort of like casually do stuff on your alts? Because for me, my philosophy of alts is... It's just a different way to play the game. I feel like whacking things with a sword today, so I'm going to play my death knight. But my main is sort of like, like your kid almost. Not really. Right. I don't mean it. You know, anybody who has kids know, like, what do you mean? It's like your kid. No, no, no. It's not like my kid. I have two kids. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's like your favorite, and uh-huh. not your favorite kid because I don't have a favorite kid. And I'm going to go and sp-
1: change favorite kids too. You, you can. I mean, I switched can. mains. And I one did. of the nice things about about doing that is is because the achievements are shared mm-hmm. the fact that my mage did all the zones except she hasn't finished suramar because you mm-hmm. not finished suramarin but my warrior has not because it's shared you can change mains but yeah. someone needs to do someone needs to do everything
0: yeah that's that's very true somebody does need to do everything and that's my mage um as a matter of fact, if if I never step foot in high mount... Well, I mean, I, I have to for this blacksmithing thing, I suppose. But I'm just, I'm just talking about normal questing. If I never step foot in high mount to do anything but world quests, I'll be happy. Although <laughs> I do have to unlock them, though.
1: Oh. You do have to unlock them because oh it is true that in some... There are some world quests that are gated in such a way now there's more of those in Suramar than there are in other zones yeah I haven't run into that too much in the other zones I don't run into that case like with my with my main my, my older rogue my orc rogue I don't find she's shut out of too much in the other zones but she's shut out of a lot in Suramar because yeah. all she's done is open the first thing. Yeah. So I hope, Xerox that we have answered some of your questions. And we have one last letter.
0: From Aaron, who says, want to say that I enjoy your podcast and have gotten back into WoW after about a six mm, it says a six hiatus, I guess. <laughs> it's a six month hiatus,
1: I guess. Six year hiatus. Six year hiatus.
0: And I am enjoying getting into the game content that I've missed. So I have a few comments slash questions. Like the show and the happy-go-lucky flow, don't change. See, I don't think we're going to change that. No, I don't
1: think so either. We're just
0: curious what other people thought. So Mm -hmm. so the show's not going to change much. Um, I've only listened to about 10 shows, so if this has been done before, then don't bother. No, it's fine. Uh, I was thinking maybe do a part of the show of like top 10 pieces of gear for mogging or questing and a top 10 of what was Blizzard thinking (laughs) I haven't read this yet.
1: I love that. What was Blizzard thinking?
0: The Mog stuff is kind of hard because it depends on people's taste. Right. Um, I could do one. I I, I mean, as a matter of fact, there there are pieces that I, I still look for.
1: Yeah, um, and you know, sometimes it's just you find one pe- one great piece, and then you build the whole thing around it, like the plate skirt. And yeah. I found out that purple plate skirt is the only one that's available for warriors. Mm-hmm. Lots of a skirts available for paladins. I don't know what this says about paladins that <laughs> they've got so many skirts available, but um, yeah, and you know, for example, like when I had two, and I had a panda mage and an orc mage. The orc mage dressed really, really flashy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the brighter the colors, the better, whereas my my uh, my panda mage kind of likes to look like she's under the radar. You know, mm-hmm. if she looks like a farmer, she's happy. You yeah. know, she just likes comfortable.
0: There's just a like web- me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a website. I don't know the name of it, uh, but I was actually looking for mock sets for my death Knight because I have a few already. But because I haven't played the character much, I don't really know what's out there. Um, I don't know the name of it because I didn't save it. But if you just do a search for, I, th- I think what I searched for in Google was best transmogs for Death Knights. And then there was a page that came up, and it's got like a boatload of transmog sets. Of, if, as a matter of fact, it might be all of them for different classes. Um,
1: is it wow roleplaygear.com by any may, chance? Are,
0: it might be. I don't know the name, but do they have like a whole bunch of pictures of different sets and rectangular? Yes. Yes, then yes. That's it. Okay. Wasn't it wow again?
1: roleplaygear.com? All one all, all one word? The wow okay. Gear is all one word. There you go. Oh, yeah. They've got all, stylish cloth, stylish t- tiers in PVPs, seasonal, transmog rules. It's got all kinds of stuff about transmogs.
0: Hmm, nice. So, uh, but the the top ten of what was Blizzard thinking? I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> that's a, like we were just talking about like quivers earlier. Do you remember the times uh, in Vanilla when your faction determined how much stuff costs on vendors and mm-hmm. how much repairs cost? That, mm-hmm. and that's not a what was Blizzard thinking thing, but that was a very interesting switch. They got rid of that. Yep. Um, all right. So for questions on. Uh, so, uh, for, so for questions, oh, so for questions, how has a prot warrior and a blacksmith? Do I get to 800? And where do I get a level 500 key recipe? Is there one? Uh,
1: oh, a uh, level 500 key recipe? Are, are you talking about like lock boxes? I,
0: that's what I'm thinking. You just get them from the blacksmith trainer.
1: Well, you don't now. Uh, not for 500 or 550. Oh. Uh, now, suppos supposedly, and I was talking, I was talking to Kryler about this the other day because I'd gotten, uh, my, my rogue had gotten like a crowbar that allowed her at lower levels to open five hundred and fifty lock boxes. I haven't seen any lo- five hundred and fifty lock boxes.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't even look at the levels anymore. I just like lock box and I send them all to my bank like, <laughs> to open at some future point. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's got to be on Wowhead,
1: right? Well. You know, blacksmithing. How do you get to 800? It's a slow and sloggy process. You just you just have to do the quests. If you're doing the quests so that you're getting the upgraded recipes eventually you'll start getting some that give you some skill unfortunately it seems though, the higher you get the more likely you're just going to get recipes that are going to be green which means you got to make five or six of them before you get even one point of skill yeah, yeah. i would say with any profession make sure you're going to dark moon fair every month getting your five points there yeah. and just make sure that you're targeting all those blacksmithing questions i don't know if there is a key recipe like there used to be there used to be a uh, you could make a blacksmith item to, to open lockboxes, but I seem to think those were taken out of the game. Please, someone correct me if no, I'm wrong. No,
0: they're there because I just got them. Mm. Uh, but I didn't check the levels of what the keys were. What I Here's what I did. I, you know, I have my death Knight. I go to the blacksmith trainer, and it has a whole bunch of stuff that I've never done, so I just went buy, 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 and I just bought them all. And I just remember like keys being in that list as it sort of scrolled by. It's something I've been needing to check because my rogue that opened my lockboxes for me is still on Emerald Dream. I haven't transferred her over because I just don't really care about playing a rogue anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm dependent on my blacksmith to open the boxes that I've been saving. At least, you know, if I wanted to do it myself. So I've been meaning to look into this and I haven't. So I I just don't know.
1: No, You can mail them to me. I'll open them for you um i don't know if that would work i have an alliance rogue who's high enough
0: no you have to be on Wormrest accord
1: oh true (laughs) Uh, oh well
0: why is the class gear so weak compared to the gear you pick up from world quests or dungeons (laughs) i mean (laughs) what was they
1: thinking (laughs) no i have have an
0: answer for that i mean this is class gear that is slash has been always coveted why nerf it or is there something i'm missing no okay Class gear in Burning Crusade or vanilla even. Let's go back there. Vanilla class gear was great. Burning Crusade class gear was great. Um, Wrath class gear was great, and then things started getting really weird. I, I'm assuming what he's talking about here is like maybe the stuff that you get in your class hall.
1: That's what I. That was what I thought.
0: When you're leveling up your main, and because remember that um, the raids hadn't opened yet. Uh-huh. So when you're leveling up your main, that 810 gear was pretty great. And you can, there are other ways, like if you're a tailor, there are ways that you can um, make your own gear and then you can use Obliterum to upgrade it and such. That was great at that period of weeks. Right? Now, I don't even care about that stuff anymore. That, that sort of goes back to what I was saying about Suramar. Like you need Suramar rep to open up your feet or whatever it is, like your, your boots or whatever, uh-huh. or belt. I don't care. Because right. I can go do a world quest and get eight twenty plus and you know like as your gear gets better then the rewards get better. So no, I, I have to agree with him is that yeah, it's just eh.
1: I will point out you can improve that gear, though. They also sell some items mm-hmm. on the Quartermaster that allow you to bump it from like 810 to 820 and then from 820 to whatever. So, But it costs a huge chunk yep. of order resources. And there's so many things your order resources are competing for, class hall upgrades, um, yep. your missions, all this other stuff, that it it's not very practical to use yep. them for that. Um, so – now what they're saying is in seven point two, they're going to make it so you can improve that up to I think eight seventy, I think as they said, eight seventy five, um, something like that. But, but okay. even so, it's not, it's still not going to be competitive with the other stuff. Why is it that way? I think it's just meant to be starter gear. I it, think it that is. that's your
0: point. It, it is. It's it's meant to because it was not easy to get it eight forty stuff because again the raids hadn't opened yet. So that was your only path to getting something decent. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now you can just run LFR and you can get better stuff. Yeah. So um, I hope that answers that question. Okay. Also, maybe go over things that if you haven't done, you need to. With so much content, you would be surprised what gets missed and that shouldn't have. Go all the way back to vanilla if you have to.
1: I think he's talking about covering some basics, like what we talked about with just doing a, a segment on covering rotations. Um, yeah. Oh. And, you know, yeah, we have done some of that. Or things like, how does aggro work? And and what are some tools for making sure you're keeping aggro or you're not pulling aggro in? Things like that. Well, I mean, that, the ag- I remember the aggro episode is one of our most popular way back when. Yeah. It,
0: it, well, well, aggro changed over time. It used to it be did. Wh- whoever did the uh, – because I remember it was like, wait for three sunders, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Um that. Now, as a mage, I just start melting the face off the mob as soon as I possibly can. And it's nice because it, it just used to be such a pain in the neck. Right. Um. Stuff you haven't done, you need to go back to vanilla. Um, I don't know if he means stuff like aggro or if he means things like pets and mounts and maybe. I I don't. I'm not exactly clear here about what he means, but I mean there are. So send us
1: another th- letter, Aaron, and no, uh, just, just uh, you know what are what are you talking about?
0: Well, like like now, like I'm still doing Firelands transmog runs on my mage. <laughs> After running it a thousand, because look how many times I had to run that for my legendary.
1: Well, I still want the Ashes of Alar, so I, I'm i the, the big phoenix mount, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still doing Sunstrider.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That sounded yeah. dirtier than I meant it to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. On, on
0: that note. Um, on that note. I think we're done.
1: So if you want your letter on the cast, just send us an email at worldofwarcast at com. I do try to answer letters just to let you know that uh, we appreciate you giving us some feedback. And, you know, we'll either, you know, do them kind of within episodes or like this one where it's kind of uh, set, set up as a segment of its own.
0: Yeah. All right, so if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at Stormike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com. Ren, how's everybody get a hold of you?
1: Uh, warcast.renata at gmail.com on Twitter as warcast underscore Renata, and on Facebook, Renee- Renata Kane. Look for the undead chick.
0: And I keep forgetting to mention that we have a Warcast group. I have to put a link to it. Maybe World of
1: Warcast Facebook group. Yes.
0: Yeah, but I, you know, here's the thing. I'm sort of at this point now with, so let me just take a step back before we go. It used to be that a forum was the big thing, and then it was a Facebook group was the thing, and now it's like Discord is the thing. As a matter of fact, my my guild has a website, um, a Facebook page, and a Discord server. And it's getting messy as to where stuff, important stuff, has to go. Somebody will say, "I saw on the website," "I saw on Facebook." I'm like, uh, "You can't do this. Like, I can't uh-huh. be checking three things at once." So for me, like Discord seems to be the place where I'm going to start putting stuff. And I have a Discord server. I've said this before, but I just, I just feel like I'm not quite yet ready to sort of like launch it yet.
1: Well, let's so, ask. Let's ask our listeners. Where would you like to do your communicating?
0: I would. I. I wouldn't even. I don't. I don't know if I wanted. To, Facebook has just gotten so ugly lately. It's, yeah, it has. It, <laughs> um, politics, blame politics, politics for that. and such. So like, I've been avoiding. it. a so Discord seems to be the best place for me right now because I have one and I have subgroups. There's a Warcast one. There's a this week in Trek one. You know. Um, I would like to do that, but I just sort of feel like, I. I should make it. Fun. I don't know how to do that yet. <laughs> it's just been like a low priority, but at the same time, I want to keep the community going. I, I just. Well, I I'm just on get...
1: Discord because um, I still do a few things with the Fail Train, and I also am currently taking a programming class, Ooh. where our uh, class chat is on Discord.
2: What
0: uh, What language are you programming in?
1: Uh, it's a Ruby on Rails course. It's good. So, just playing with that. All right. And i am also taking an HTML and a CSS refresher course because I just you know, mostly because I just I just haven't done that in a long time. It's good to keep your skills fresh.
0: I think CSS should be a swear word.
1: I love CSS. Oh. Love CSS.
0: I just the only thing I don't like about it, I understand what CSS. I've been using it for years. The problem I have with CSS is Well, it doesn't work on this browser or this version of this browser. And then you have to Oh, that's old
1: Webmaster stuff, you know. I'm used to that.
0: All right. (laughs) right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later.
1: For the Horde.
0: For the Alliance. For the Giants.